on this week's episode. Bill Paxton was young. He was fun, full of cum. He was red to go. Yeah. Red to go. That's like his yeah. Renfield. Yeah, that's his boyfriend, I'm convinced. Did you get any gay vibe from that? Go, we've been together for a year, and you know, you won't let me kiss you. I'm like, what, why the fuck aren't we fucking? That guy had such blue balls. Think about it. Like, my girlfriend's not putting out. I got a vampire, like, literally 10 feet away from me. Yeah. I got a crazy mother. I got Ed Evil. Or and then Evil when we, Ed. we finally see her in that, like, negligee, she's, hot she's got great end. boobs. I will never sit here and discuss those films. I. I Child Tom's afraid play. of little people. The problem? No, I'm not afraid. I love. I. I, I no. No, he gonna, thinks not, that they're not you're scary because he can me. kick them. Over. Oh my God! He's gaslighting me. Yeah. Here we go. No. Slump. No, I. I'm slump. in a major fucking slump. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm slumpy, Adams. That's because you get up so goddamn early. I'm, hey, hey! I got a husband. I, that's bringing in the chicklets. I got to make sure he's well versed by 7 a.m. He's got knees. I got to go back to sleep. I'm Jenna Jameson between yeah. six and seven. Yeah. And then I become Tracy Lords between eight and nine. Yeah. And then by the time I get to I'm fucking, what's his name? Ernest goes to yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome to today's episode of To Hell With This Podcast. Hello, 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 hello. We have three <laughs> different vampire oh. movies for you today. I want to suck your blood. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> vampire movies. So we... Um, I guess it was kind of my idea. It was sort of your it idea. It was sort of my idea, but... It, yeah, there was a lot going on in these movies. Yeah, we're going to get there. I know we're going to yeah. get there. Why can't we rush it? Yeah. These people that are listening to us have fucking shit to do today. Yeah. They don't want to sit around and listen to us talk for 80 minutes. Let's yeah. get to the shit. So we're going to start with um, 1976 Martin. My name is Martin. I'm 84 years old. People think I'm crazy when I tell them how old I am. I'd like to be normal. I just have a sickness. The only way I can survive is by drinking blood. From the director of Night of the Living Dead, George Romero. George Romero. George Romero. Um, he wrote it and directed it, and it stars John Amplis, who went on to be in Day of the Dead and also in um, Day of the Dead. A bunch of the other Romero movies. Where was he movies. in Day of the Dead? He was one of the doctors in the in the lab. Really? Yeah. John Amplis, or he, whatever his name is, Amplis, was, he was creepy in yeah. this. He was also Martinez in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah? Okay, yeah. I'm going to have to look at those. Yeah. I liked his character. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, he's the guy that you don't want to see at 3 a.m. in your window. No. He's, the, like, he's not threatening. He's, not, he's easily overcome. Like You can handle him. But if you see him in your window, you're scared. Yeah. yeah. You're scared. You're definitely scared. So for people who haven't seen Martin or know what Martin is, so this is, a, like I said, Romero in 76. Um, it's about a young boy. He's a teenager. His name is Martin. He goes to live with his cousin. Um, I believe it's his cousin. The old guy's his cousin, I think, is the way they describe it. Yeah, him. Colonel Sanders. Yeah, he looks like it's Colonel Sanders. It's fucking Colonel Sanders. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, when you watch, if you watch this movie, if you're ever so bold to, like, lose an hour and 30 minutes of your life, um, Colonel Sanders is basically in this movie. Yes. All you need is a bucket of chicken, and you're yeah. good to go. So Colonel Sanders, um, the cousin, um, Colonel believes Sanders. that Martin is a vampire yep. because he says that vampirism runs in their family. Yes, Nosferatu. 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 Um, you gotta say it like Nosferatu. So what? It starts with Martin headed to go stay with him, and then proceeds to stay with him, where there has some weird rules and. 
we get vampire play after that as Martin is, we don't really know if he's a vampire or if he's just mentally unstable. He's a guy running around with a syringe and he's injecting women and then he's basically cutting their arms and, and knocks them out, sucks the blood out of them. But more than anything, anything, the empathy for him because he's he more than anything, he seems lonely. Uh, Martin seems very um, he wants to be loved. He wants to be in a relationship, um, but he's terrified of it. And uh, the confusion for me is like, is this guy really a vampire or is this guy more of like a, you know, I want to be a vampire. So I'm going to suck blood because I can't have sex with these people. There's a lot of ways you can go with this. Yeah, for me personally, I don't think he's a vampire. I mean, yeah, I didn't I, either. I, I think he's just a mentally disabled yeah. person. Yeah, and he. Uh, I think it's kind of like not. It's not like the Joker, but it's uh, the same kind of premise. Like it's it, you're supposed to think it's the Joker. Uh, is it the DC or is it Marvel? DC. DC character, but when you watch that Joker movie with Phoenix, it's not really. It's a crazy person. So like for this Martin, we go into it by looking at the physical box thinking, oh, it's a vampire movie. But when you really look at it, it's just someone who's really fucked up in the head. Yeah. Um, so this has some great atmosphere. It's shot really well. It looks great for an early Romero movie. Does it, though? I found it to be very, very, very uh, I don't know. Not, I'm, I'm tired of saying low budget. It just seemed very uh, college, college era. Like I mean, college he'd already tribe. made Night of the Living Dead. No, I know, I mean, but it, I'm not saying. I, I understand that. Night of the Living Dead's genius. I, are and, you thinking too... Do you want it to be too slick in today's production? No, I just felt like it was he was trying to go in a completely opposite direction of Night of the Living Dead, which he, you know, attained. But I don't know. I I, I found the movie very slow, very yeah, it, slow. It is I kept slow. texting you like slow. Yeah. this is very slow. I, so it opens with Martin on a train. Yeah, which is the thing that I was really surprised to me is if he hadn't killed people before. That first kill on the train is really organized. Yeah, like he's he, organized. He's got his little bag of things. But then again, I think we're leading to believe that he's done it before. Right. I mean, you're not. I mean, you're. You have to have killed before. If from the opening scene, from what you see, he's done it before. Yeah. And if he hasn't, then that's superhuman. Yeah. And the, and him drinking the blood is also, I think, yeah. a metaphor for him having sex. Because that first girl, when he slits her arm and yeah. he drips the blood onto his body and then yeah. drinks it, he's like twitching on the bed like he's having an orgasm. It's kind of like that movie Fade to Black we reviewed a few weeks back. It's like Dennis Christopher dresses up as Dracula, so therefore in his head he's like, I become Dracula. So he goes out and he kills a girl and he drinks her blood. doesn't make him a vampire, but he's in a sense giving the character full. Yeah. So I think the kid's drinking blood and... I don't really understand. I didn't understand the correlation between Colonel Sanders, KFC guy, and him. And like, like, why does he think he's a vampire? And why is Martin like, I'm not a vampire? Like, they just, it just went, it, 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 it just went back and forth too much for me. It, it did a lot. Of I that. was like, yeah. okay, guys, let's just get to the, let's get to the resolution. Right. I mean, it's not a horrible film. It's George Romero, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, um, all those deads. I mean, so. I guess what I'm saying is for George Romero, it was a step in a completely different direction, and it and to me, it just it it just lacklustered. Yeah. See, for me, I thought the pacing is slow, but it works really well for his character. And if no one, if people don't know this, supposedly they just found a three hour black and white version of this that Romero made. I don't need that. That they're trying to. I don't release. need that. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> I want to. I did that. like the black and white parts of the movie. Yeah. It, it's funny. I was telling you the other day. I remember I said, Dave, because we try not to talk before we do our our show because that'll just make no sense to repeat. But I did say to him, I was like, I felt like I was watching Night of the Living Dead and then I had a revelation. Oh, it's a George Romero film. 
like the whites on black, the yeah. way he did them, it just looked like Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. The coloring. Yeah. The the black and white coloring was very Night of the Living Dead. So yeah. you know, that was that was something neat to look at. Um overall this movie was a five out of ten. It yeah. was a five out of ten. I mean, if you're a hardcore horror person, old school, and you like uh, you like seventies, eighties and I mean, a lot of people would say this is an amazing film and it's on their lists and it just got released on like a triple box set and all that stuff. There's a lot of hype behind this film, but I don't know. I didn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like, I was ready for it to be done. Did you recognize Romero sitting at the table? He yes. the priest? Yes, yes, I did. I did. He's yeah. very uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Yes. I get it. And his wife's in it too. No, I get it. Yeah. I just, I, I don't want to sit here and say it sucks because it's, it doesn't, no pun intended, it yeah. doesn't suck. <laughs> But it's it, it wasn't it wasn't all that. I was definitely I was definitely ready for that to be over. That could have been a short film. That could have been twenty minutes. No. And that would have been brilliant. Because no. it would have been more interesting. A lot of editing. Well, you wouldn't have got any of the buildup of the characters. I, none of those characters mattered. None of them okay. mattered. I didn't care about. I had no feelings for any of them. I I I just I didn't. Care, and I am an emotional person. I usually care about my characters. I didn't even care about Martin. I, I just thought Martin was a creepy young guy. Um, I did like. I did like the ki- spoiler. I did like the killing at the end. Oh, that yeah. was cool. Yeah, it just came way too late. What about cool. when he breaks into the house and he like the yeah, cat no, no, and mouse with the yeah, people? No, that, that's all good. But um, how do I say this? It just it wasn't sleazy enough. It, okay. it was cool, but it wasn't sleazy enough. I mean, he does drug them and rape them. Yeah, so I assume yeah, yeah, you'd like that. No, no, no. But it's not. Sl- it didn't have. It had more of like uh, this is how it really goes down. Yeah. Like when someone like breaks into your house and drugs you and rapes you. It, the scene in Martin, that's how it's really going to go down. But I like it more of like, you know, in the movie, like Avenged, like, you know, just sleaze it up, show yeah. like a crotch, you know, show some cock, show yeah. show like a guy like being aggressive or like, you know, spit on your grave, you know, sh- show, sh- show like things that, you know, you probably wouldn't see, right. you know, like it he, was just, he it, was going for was, realism. Not- yeah, realism. Exactly. Yeah. Good, good call. It was, it was real. It was like, oh yeah, this is a, a home invasion, but yeah. it was a cat and mouse one. Like the guy, yeah, he like the guy was up for a while. Like yeah. they were, it was getting stupid. I, I was like, this house is and then, not that oh, big. Oh, the best part is the phone. He's like, boop, boop, boop. That was and really I'm like, funny. I'm like, what's going on? Boop, boop, boop. And I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was boop, boop, boop. And I was like, oh, here we. They they keep pressing the phone. The lady's trying to call nine one one. So Martin's downstairs in the other room, picking up the phone and pressing the buttons to throw her off. It was, and it's making a crazy fun noise. It was just yeah. Yeah, it was making a crazy fun noise. So I was like, "This is so stupid." I, I laughed out loud at that part. Yeah, yeah, like that's that that's a sign of the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, of speaking time. of realism and also a sign of the time, and I know um, our producer has a hard time with this stuff. Did you notice the most difficult scene in that movie? No. When they killed the live chicken. Is yeah. I mean, I don't find that. I don't find that. A, that bothers a, a, a lot of people, though. It, well, you know what? We're not going there today. We're not doing that today. We're not going to go down bothering who and. Feelings, you know, your feelings, I get it, or your feelings, but we're here to discuss a movie. We're not here to discuss people's feelings because, right. you know, what? cutting feelings, a chicken's so. head is cutting a chicken's head. Right. I understand that it, it, it's not right, but it's like it was part of the movie and part of the time. Well, it's still part of the time. I have no problem with that. I just don't know if we need to see it in the movie. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Like, I don't need to see it in the movie either, but if it's in the movie, it's not making me not want to watch it. Right. It's kind of like that, uh, what was that movie, um, Holocaust? Cannibal Holocaust. Thank you, Adam. Yep. Uh, it was so graphic. and Yeah, there's a lot of animal killings in that. A lot of animal killings in that. I mean, people really freaked out over that. Yes. But it's still here. It still exists. 
Oh, oh, I I understand that. You know what I mean? I'm trying to say like it's part of cinema history. Oh no, I have no problem with that. And I'm not the person to put the red flag up and be like, you can't show that. No, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm, I'm saying not, I know you're not, but I'm saying if it's in, if it's in the movie and you watched it and you didn't like it, then you don't have to re- revisit right. it. I just think we should warn people because for some people that stuff's hard. Yeah, no, no, no. I... Unbelievable. Oh my god. I think that's the second episode. That's what is happened. this guy? What is this your first day taping this thing with your phone on still? Jesus. Well, it's better than your fucking farts. Hey. <laughs> farts are natural. <laughs> fucking gas master over here. Oh. But this is my, my my brother. He he seems to call during the podcast. I don't know what his fucking damage is. Please edit some of that out. No, it's fine. Um Yeah, good movie. Not great. Um I Definitely won't watch it again. Uh, I ordered that three-disc Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray. Yeah, I can't wait. That's definitely going to stay sealed on my on yeah. my shelf. Now, I'm just going to mention some of this, and I know you probably didn't notice any of this, but so what did you think of it as a reference to they're coming out of the Vietnam War, it's a burnt-down city, people don't have jobs, it looks really desolate. Would you have gotten any of that out of it? or No. All right. No. Call me an idiot. No, no. I mean, I'm just... I, I, that's, I, I'm there for the horror. Yeah. I'm there for the suspense. I'm there I, for the... The, the the drama. Yeah, I, I'm not there to be schooled. All of his movies though have. That. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, because Night of the Living oh, yeah. Dead. I mean, it deals with races at the end. Dawn yeah. of the Dead deals with commercialism. Survival of the Dead's about the McCoys versus the. Remember that? Well, whole... that one's terrible. Let's right, not even but mention that's, that. But that was his thing in it. Like, yeah. I, regard, it was terrible. But I knew what Romero was trying to do. Right. He was trying to go back to like the 1800s, whatever it was, 1900s, and do the Hatfields versus the McCoys in a zombie fashion. And right. I was like, dude, that's not working. Yeah. That's just that's not working. But that's not a Diary of the Dead was kind of cool though. Yes, but I meant more as his, a lot of his early movies and especially up and through the mid 80s were a reference they were always had an overall meaning about something else yeah i mean yeah there's better but i i I think i would have a lot of people argue with me because i think they like it i mean i think i think a lot of people like it but i agree i think people think it's going to be slow i mean because it does move along slow but i i enjoyed the build yeah i mean give it a watch but, you know, I'm pretty much, I'm good there. I'm glad I saw it again, but I'll yeah. definitely never watch it oh, again. Savini did the effects, and he makes an appearance in it. Yeah, there's not many effects. At the end, of the, the, the when they kill Martin, that yeah. was cool. But And just the, the slitting of the wrist If you look blood. carefully, though, from the side, you can tell that the... The gunshots? Yeah, but you can tell that the um, the wooden stake is actually going in the side. Yeah, but if I mean... If you look carefully, I did. I, I did, and it, yeah. you can just tell yeah. that it's, it's not... But then upon... When they do yeah. it on the front end, it's like, oh, it looks real. Yeah. So he took time. No, Savini's yeah. wicked talented. Yeah. I mean, love the, him. Yeah, Savini's uh, he's legendary. He's yeah. the burning. He's I could go on for hours about Tom Savini, but yeah. you know, that's that. Caleb Colton no longer belongs to our world. We'll give him a week. See if we can call him one of us. He belongs to hers. I would be too if I were you. Near dark, the night has its price. So we're going to do Near Dark, 1987. Um, Catherine Bigelow directed, um, a good friend of James Cameron. I think they were married for a little while. She also directed The Hurt Locker. Now, Zero Dark Thirty, which I really like. She did Blue Steel with Jamie oh, I Lee like Curtis. Blue Steel. Strange Days, Point Break. I Everyone loved did. Point okay. Break. I liked Blue Steel. Yeah. Give that one a watch. Have you seen that? No. It's good. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, when she was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Am I famous or am I? She was always famous. Yeah, she was always famous, but she was going down a rabbit hole at Blue Steel. Yeah, she, that's true. She was rabbit holing. She was like, I'm going to take this and hope that it, you know. Yeah. Was that before or after she did True Lies? Good question. Um, I would say it's before. before. Yeah. It's before. 
But True Lies, True Lies put her yeah back. back. Yeah. But Near Dark, go ahead, Dave. Synopsis. Okay, so Near Dark um, is a Western vampire movie. Uh, boy falls in love with a girl. She bites him. He's got to become a vampire. Interjection: Is this before or after Lost Boys? Um, same time. Okay, very interesting. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Yep. Um, and it also has a major amount of Cameron's people from Terminate from Aliens. Sorry, um, he was working on Aliens. She was working on this script. You can see that in the background on a. Yeah, it's playing at the movie yeah, theater in the background. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, we get Lance Henriksen. We get. Um, Jeanette Goldstein. Are those real scars on his face, or is that makeup? No, it's makeup. That was makeup? I believe so. I always thought he was busted. Looking. He might be. I don't remember. I, mean, I just remember him always yeah. being... He was good in Sasquatch Mountain. Oh, yeah. Jeanette Goldstein. And then the favorite, Bill Paxton, who is amazing in everything. That guy is the best. Not amazing in this. Oh, my God. His one-liners? He was amazing. Dave, who is he? Who, who was he to us? Who was he? We knew nothing about him. You're not supposed to know anything about them. Okay. They've been there around for no- hundreds of years. It doesn't matter. Slow. This movie was slow. It wasn't slower than Martin. Ugh, it was slow. It was slow oh for God. all the up for all the build up and like Dave gave me the DVD and it had like three discs and so obviously this movie has like affected people. I must be fucking sterile because I did not. I I mean, I did I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't. I, it's not that I didn't get it. I just wanted to watch the Lost Boys. That's yeah. what it was. So I, I wanted to go watch the Lost Boys after watching this. So it didn't have the score like Lost Boys. It, no, it had, had one naughty scene naughty with music. by John Parr. Yeah, only in the cool. bar scene. Yep, that was the bar scene was cool. Right, that was well needed. At right. that point of the movie, when I was watching it, I was like, okay, finally getting some interesting. Right, but you know, my my first thought was, why is that kid in the bar? Yeah, why is that fucking that kid was annoying. That was a real annoying character. Well, it's just like um, Kirsten Dunst interview with the vampire. She was okay. Right, but it's still the same thing. You're living forever, and you're 12 years old. You're. You've been around for so long, you, you're smarter than you should be for that age. And that's why they're angry. And that's why he's annoying. Yeah, I don't know. Right? I mean, it just... so, so we had some great special effects, the Bill Paxton stuff, like the melted face when they're fighting. Yeah. When he gets the sword down the throat, he pulls it out, Lance Henriksen. You don't remember any or like any of that? I don't know. I got vocal fry at this point over it. Oh. <laughs> like, Man. Ah. It was, so, it was, it was, you know what? Vampire movies. This one's definitely like not bottom barrel, but it wasn't. It wasn't anything. Okay. Like I'm not buying it. I'm so, telling you that much. I'm not buying it. I mean, it I, made it, 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 it. The Lost Boys was amazing next to this. Okay, so completely different though, and we'll talk about that when we get to Fright Night. So beautifully shot, great cast. Did you recognize who the dad was, Mister? No, no. You know everything. No, but I do. I I did recognize him, but I don't know where from. Oh my god, handsome guy. Tim Thomerson? No, but he was, as, as my producers pointed out in, in past casts, so cute. He was in Fade to Black? Everybody, yes, he was. There you go. Why yeah. didn't you tell me that sooner? No reason. Because I got to surprise I, you with these I, things. I got to see like if you're paying that. attention. Yeah, he's, he's hot. He was definitely hot. Yeah. I, I, was, I was intrigued with his character. Um, but, uh, yeah, it just, it kind of just, it didn't go anywhere. I feel like we're, we're going and then we're not going. But uh, James LaGrosse. From Phantasm Two was a surprise. He was the cowboy that found got away. He let him go away. Remember? Oh yeah, and then he was in the cop car in the back when there was yeah. the shootout. It's funny that you recognize him because I was like, who? I don't James Legros is actually. Um, if you're a Phantasm fanatic like me, he was Mike one, in Part Two, right? Mike, but you know, 
which was it was weird because Mike in the original Phantasm is like this goofy looking per- kid. Mike in Phantasm Two is a total switcheroo, like total hot Mike Lagrosse. Yeah, watch it. Um, you have to be a Phantasm Phantasm fan to even know. Like when you saw him, you're like, hey. And Dave likes Phantasm, but Dave's not Phantasm Two, Three, Four, Five. He's not. I, I mean, I like not. one and two. Right. So I'm surprised you didn't recognize him. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, but it was um, nice to see him in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. It's a. It, it's. It's de- like my husband fell asleep in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. Like Andy, literally, we sat down, and like 10 minutes into it, I heard, <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ, go in the other room. So I'll give you my two things that bothered me a little about Near Dark because I. I saw this in the theater in West Springfield back in the day, and I loved it. Um, and then I saw it again on VHS, and I was a little bored with it, and I felt slow. But I think it was the time frame, my age, whatever. But now I like it a lot more. It's very much a Western, and it feels like a Western. And I can see that's probably why you don't like it with the slow build. Because almost at the end when they're standing in the street facing each other, it's almost like you know the gun down at the, the gunfight at the OK Corral there at the end. The score to me was so alienating. Yeah. I did not like the score. And also, I hated that they followed some vampire rules, right, like no, to the like. Yeah. Certainly, they're like, "Oh my god, this is so important!" Right. And then all of a sudden, you can just do a blood transfusion and save someone's life. Yeah, the blood transfusion was 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 silly. It was silly. There was a movie series called Vampires, and there was one where it had John Bon Jovi in it, and then there was one um, that had I've never heard of this. John Bon Jovi was in it, and yeah, Vampires right there. If you click on that, yeah, Los Muertos. That was a great vampires movie. And then there's other ones in that series. How come I don't believe that at all? <laughs> because it's, I'm just trying to explain to you, that's more my speed. It's more. So um, cheesy and fast paced. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally cheesy, totally fast paced, totally fun. It's, I, but Near you Dark is more of a. It's directed by Tommy Lee Wallace, which is exciting. Like, um, the thing, the thing about the one you like, Near Dark, that's more brooding. It's more dark. Yeah. It's more Western. It, so I, you and I completely have different takes on vampire movies. I would have loved to have actually watched. John Bon Jovi was amazing in this movie. Oh, boy. If anyone gets a chance to watch Vampires Los Mirtos or whatever Muertos, it is, yeah. it's, it's actually very cool. And then there's other ones in it, um, other ones in the series. So it, I think there's like two or three more of them. They're good, but they're cheesy and fast-paced, and that's what I like. All right. I mean, I don't like my movies to... Be slow and and you know, you know they're not going anywhere. Near Dark wasn't horrible, but it's definitely it was a one and done, one and done. And Bill Paxton, I was excited to see him, and he was good. He had some good one liners. So funny. Yeah, I don't think he's funny. Oh, he's. I funny. don't think it's funny. When I he's think, in the bar and stuff, yeah, he's funny. I guess. I think he was very um, weird science. You know. Well, I think he's a lot more his character in Aliens. Oh, which you've never know. seen. I don't, yeah, I would never watch Aliens. He has amazing one-liners in that. Who, Lance or? No, Bill Paxton. He's in Aliens? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. I it's like like, I like Bill Paxton um, Mortuary. Okay, well, that's. Have you ever seen Mortuary? Ages ago. Mortuary's brilliant. I mean, it's, I won't even get, we're going to review that. I'm going to force Dave to watch that again, because that's a, that's a Tom movie, Mortuary. Bill Paxton was young. He was fun, full of cum. He was red to go. Yeah. Red to go. Near Dark, he's just like, okay, this is your one-liner. You're going to be that guy in the movie. You're going to be the shit kicker, you know? Yeah, he was the, the yeah. jerky fan. I, yeah, I, I, I'm I not going to sit here and argue because I don't hate it. I, I just I, I would never buy it, right. and I would never own it. Okay. But, sorry. All right, so I, I know. Dave's got this yeah. really sad, disappointed face. No, that's fine. <laughs> I just, I feel bad because this week I know that, you know, you wanted me to love these movies, and I, I really wanted to. I really, really, really wanted to. So... But I, it just wasn't there. All right. All I mean, right. it was. 
I don't know. There'll be a 4K on that, I'm, sh- I'm assuming. I, I, well, yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and say, I'll, I'll tell you this. For the DVD you gave me, there's fans. Yeah. For them to have done that kind of DVD, like yeah. spread on it, yeah. you can tell there's fans. Kind of oh, like yeah. Martin. Yeah. That 3D, 3, uh, 4K box set, yeah. there's fans. So, you know, a lot of it's probably me. So watch the vampires with John Bon Jovi. Oh, boy. I wanted to see Lost Boys because the music was amazing. I loved the sexy saxophone player, and um, I just well. I, I, so I, I was going to say we're going to talk about Fright Night next. Yeah, and I really like Fright Night a lot, but I can see why Lost Boys is more popular than Fright Night. Yeah, and I believe the soundtrack is the biggest reason. Yeah. And, oh, absolutely. You're 100 percent right. Everyone in it is a good looking. A soundtrack makes or well, breaks a movie, and everyone in it is good looking. True. The women, the men, the vampires, everyone. You are 100 percent right. Like. Lost Boy soundtrack. Besides Chris Sarandon, right? None of those people in Fright Night are attractive, right? Like, but like, in poor Marcy. Not, not to sit here and talk about Lost Boys because we've seen it a million times. I do need to buy that on 4K, by the way. Um, Lost Boys, you're 100 percent right. That soundtrack is phenomenal. Yeah. When that movie came out, I was like all over that. Yeah. And um, and go, not, to go back to Near Dark, they had a moment when they played Naughty Naughty by John Parr, who did uh, Saint Elmo's Fire and all that shit. I was like, oh, okay, we're getting a little taste of yeah. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but you know, it was just like energy and like, oh, this could get fun. And it was a good scene. But Lost Boys was just um, shot really well. I mean, Joel Schumacher. I mean, it was. And you did get the Frog Brothers. You you get the Frog Brothers. I mean, I don't care what you feel about Haim and Feldman, but they were brilliant in that movie. Yeah. We should come back and actually review Lost Boys. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But let's go to Fright Night. Okay. What would you do if you accidentally discovered the house next door was occupied by something not human? Something horrifying. Something unspeakably evil. Fright Night. If you love being scared, this could be the night of your life. Fright Night. So, Fright Night... Um, Was I getting off the rails there? I wasn't getting off the no, rails. No, right. no. So, Fright Night, um, Tom Holland, 1985. Um, <laughs> we get a kid and his girlfriend... Fright Wait, what does he say? Welcome to Fright Night. Yeah. So they're um, they're making out, doing their homework, at the same time watching Roddy McDowell. Fun. Mr. Planet of the Apes. Fright Night. Yep. It's watching like, an it's old... It's like Elvira. Yeah, Elvira or... USA, um, up all night. Yeah, or yeah. Zachary Lee. Yeah. And his name is Peter Vincent, which is a play on... All of them. Well... Zachary Lee. No, but what's Peter Vincent a play on? Come on, I know you know this. Uh, wh- Vincent Price and... Oh my God! Bo- no. Um. Oh, I love this quiz. I don't know off the top of my head. I do know what you mean, though. Who is right. it? So, so Peter Vincent. Yeah. So Vincent, we've got Vincent, Vincent Price, Price and Peter. Oh. Uh. Oh God. From all the Hammer movies. Cushing. Yes. There we go. Peter Cushing. I knew I'd get it out of you. All right. The there quiz. We go. The quiz meister. So that's where it comes well, that from. That was good. You know what? And they did that a was great really job good. with that. Yeah. And and I think that was smart. Um. So this was being made at the same time as Perfect. The um. John Travolta movie. I love that movie. Why are we talking about Perfect? Because it was terrible. Oh, my God. But listen, the studio was <laughs> excited that. about that and threw all their money into it. I saw that at the Hoyoke Mall. And no one else did. I saw that at the yeah. Hoyoke Mall, though. It doesn't matter. Do you remember that? The theaters in the basement of the Hoyoke yeah. Mall? Oh, that was amazing. $2. Yeah. $2 run. No, I like that place. But <sighs> so the studio threw all their money into Perfect and let Tom Holland do whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. That's why this got made with no problems. So wait, Tom Holland did Perfect? No, Tom Holland directed this. Okay, so what's Perfect has to do with it? It was made at the same time by the same studio, oh, okay. and they were busy with that, spending all their money that they weren't right. paying attention to him. Okay, fair enough. And this, and this became better. And this made a lot more money for them. This was the like the second highest grossing Sleeper. movie of the year for Sleeper. them. Sleeper. 
the only movie this year that did better in 1985 as a horror movie was Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Yeah. Or oh. was it 3? Uh, probably two. two. Probably two. Yeah. Yeah, Freddy's dead. That's two, right? What's yeah. the character in this movie? He plays the carpenter to uh, Chris Sarandon. His He's helper? Werewolf. You mean Eddie? I mean Evil Ed? No, not Evil Ed. The, the, the sidekick to the vampire. He lives with him. Oh, that's like his, that's like his yeah. Renfield. Yeah, that's his boyfriend. I'm convinced. Did you get any gay vibe from that? Did you get any gay vibe at all? Because I was getting really gay I did, vibe. but I think that happens with all vampire movies with their assistants. Right. Okay. So I can see totally that. Totally cool. I was just... and You know, I used to, as a young kid, I saw Fright Night, obviously, when it first came out, and I just thought, oh my God, this guy is so cute. Like, I always thought the assistant was really cute. I watched it this morning, and I was like, he's not that cute. So it's... Not to be shallow, but we're going to be shallow. He just wasn't that cute for me. And yeah. then uh, his kill scene was good, though. Oh, the, the effects in this movie. Yeah. Great, great job. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah, I love Chris Sarandon's character when he's just like... Uh, Did you notice him with eating all the fruit? Yeah. I Which mean, goes against every vampire movie, because normally they can't eat food. They can right. only have blood. He was all about the apples and the oranges. Yeah. So the rumor is, <laughs> I don't know if this is true, is that his bloodline of vampires has fruit bat in it. <laughs> That's funny. So that's why they let him eat fruit. No, it was, which is kind of funny. No, I think it's really funny. Yeah, I like the. Um, and he did it really. He was trying to do it all sexy when he's eating the apples. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. Well, he was sexy. I mean, I'm not attracted to him, but he is by no means not sexy. That he was sexy in that movie. Yeah. He was a sexy, sexy vampire. Um, I just, I just enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed the, the the way it was set up. Like he looks out the window and he sees the vampire, you know, biting into a woman's neck, and he gets caught. I love the yep. mother in this movie. I forgot how funny she was in this. Yeah, she just like, like not paying attention. She doesn't get it wrong, at all. Charlie and he's like, go back to bed. Yeah, you know, it's just a vampire ruining yeah. my house. But yeah. she's completely clueless to the whole thing. No clue. Yeah. But I love that about her. Yeah. You know, and then I love that the girlfriend comes downstairs and is, says she's like standing five feet away from the mother and she's yelling at Charlie like, I don't want to have sex with you or something about sex. And the mother's like, Are you guys fighting? It's like, bitch, you heard. Yeah. You fucking you had to have heard what the hell yeah. you just said. I know. It but was those funny. are the, the little things. Yeah. I'm always like, come on. Yeah. But um yeah. And that I was that was Marcy. Marcy. From Mary the Children. Mary the Children. Yep. yep. And then um we have Eve uh Evil, which is Ed. Yep. And he's from That's nine, Charlie's friend. Isn't he from nine seven six evil? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's and in a, he's, he's in my a, most annoying character in the movie. I, but you know what? He, he, you know, it's what's for dinner. I mean, yeah. he was funny. He was funny, and his makeup's amazing. Yeah, the makeup in this is really. I good. love the red wig. It's like when a he's mop. like Annie underneath the it's thing. It's like a it's like a red mop, and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is this mop? It's like this is weird. Um, definitely a must watch. Definitely a must own if you collect physical media. Um, There's a steel book out for it. Steel book. George Ragsdale is that his name? Something Ragsdale. Williams Rag. William, William Ragsdale. He's. I think he was one and done, right? Um, he did a couple other things, He's but this was circuit. his biggest thing. I oh, don't know. Wasn't he in um, Waxwork? Or am I getting him confused with the with the guy from Gremlins? Um, he does look like the Gremlins guy. Doesn't he? <laughs> he does a lot. So you can see where I'm going. No, with this? no, I can see that. But I, I don't remember Waxwork, who's. I don't remember who's in Waxwork. I think for that. Waxwork and Waxwork Two is the Gremlins guy. But they're great. That those movies are great. Yeah, those are great movies. Yeah. But I'm getting the same vibe from Ragsdale. But Ragsdale has recently been on the convention circuit. Oh, interesting. He's been on the convention circuit recently, which I find kind of fascinating. Because I know if I'm at a convention and I saw him, I'd be like, do I need to go say hi to him? Yeah. Maybe. Know? Like, I mean, he was great. He was really good, good in this. this. Like, it's his movie. It's, yeah. his, it's his vehicle. Yeah. Let's be honest. Him he, and Chris Sarandon, it's all them. It really is. And they had great chemistry. But it's just kind of sad that he never he never really... Yeah. Like, he was destined for stardom. Right. After, after watching this movie, I was yeah. like... Oh, this kid's this guy's going to be famous. Yeah. 
so we were talking about in something else when we watched about the ages of the kids and the stuff. So Marcy and Charlie, I mean, and those guys are supposed to be in high school. Right. But Marcy, when this was made, was 27. And she yeah. she looks all of that. She looks yeah. old. She does. She does look she, old. And she's and to be fair, she's she's really fucking annoying. Like she's yes. annoying to me. Like yes. if that was my girlfriend, you would have broken be, up with her. I'd be like, yeah, like why we've been together for a year and you're not putting out. It's like I want to fuck. Like why aren't we fucking? That's basically. I wish he. I wish his character had said instead of being like, oh, we've been together for a year and you know you won't let me kiss you. I'd be like, what? Why the fuck aren't we fucking? That guy had such blue balls. Think about it. Like. No wonder everyone thinks he's crazy. It's yeah. like, dude, it's like my girlfriend's not putting out. I got a vampire like literally 10 feet away from me. Yeah. I got a crazy mother. I got Ed Evil or and Evil then when Ed. And we, we finally see her in that like negligee. She's hot She's at got the great end. boobs. Dude, she's hot at the end. Yeah. I, they sexed her up. Yeah. I mean, she was hot. And that's funny you brought that up because I was like, God, Marcy's makeover is amazing. Yeah. Except the big mouth when yeah, they yeah. Like, did all that. But And that was a great effect too. Yeah. I just... I, I think it's a classic. I definitely think it. it's not top five for me. It's not top ten. It's just a good movie to watch. And yeah. it, the thing is, it can be revisited definitely yearly. Oh, yeah, it's great. And don't forget, guys, there was a Fright Night Part 2, which was not equally as good, but very entertaining. Which I've only seen once, so I can't even comment Very on entertaining. And, yeah. But I will tell you this. The, uh, the Fright Night remake was trash. It was trash. People liked it. I didn't see it. Uh, I watched it, and it was trash. Yeah. What's his name? Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, hot as fuck, but playing a vampire, way too sexy. The difference between Sarandon and him is Sarandon was sexy, but he was, like, really crafty and really, like, I loved his giggling. Yeah. I loved his, like, his overall. Like he's, he's very cocky. I loved his overall cockiness. Like, he's just, like, whatever. Yeah, like, relax. Yeah. And then I loved how he could turn it and be like, this cross, you know, you have to mean it. And then the other cross comes out and he's like, Ooh. Yeah. The, like he he's such a good actor yeah. that he changes it up. The face though, when they're like, Yeah. When the when the cross is like yeah. gonna affect him, he's like opens yeah. his mouth and he's like, Oh I love it, that. It looks really funny. No, but it, but he went from being yeah. super cocky to super scared. Yeah. And like yeah. it worked. Colin Farrell, I think they had the idea of like, oh, he's really hot and it's he just wasn't scary to me. Yeah. He was like, you know, yeah, he's, he's going to ride a Dodge Challenger and he's going to live next door. And I mean, definitely watch the remake if if you're curious to see why it didn't work. Right. And if you like Colin Farrell, you'll probably like If you it. like Colin Farrell, then you're I mean, yeah. I like Colin Farrell. I think he's I think he's gorgeous, but it, that movie did not need to be remade. There was a line in this that I totally forgot about that I thought you might catch when he's in the club and everyone's young and Saran is yeah. walking through and the security guard comes over to him. The security guard's from Friday the 13th, part f three. Okay. He's one of the um, Fox. Oh. Fox. You know when they siphon the gas yeah. and they're on the motorcycles? Yeah. The bald black guy? Yeah, that's him. Amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing in this. So what he says to Sarandon, I thought was funny when he goes, he goes, chicken man, out of the club. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he's yeah. referencing because the kids are young and all that. But yeah. I'm like, who would have thought of that? That was just a weird I line was, of dialogue. It's funny. Like, I thought of him from Friday the 13th Part 3. Yeah. And actually, he's one of my favorite characters from Friday the 13th Part 3. I wish I could remember his name, but he was amazing in that movie. I saw that in the basement of the Hoyoke Mall. You did? Yeah. With 3D? With 3D. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I, and, Hoyoke Mall. and I saw Porky's 2 there. Yeah. Hoyoke, I saw so much trash at Hoyoke Mall. Yeah. So much they trash. They used to get all the good horror stuff. I well, saw Reanimator there. Yeah, it all left Showcase, and it would go to Hoyoke but Mall. Sometimes they would just get the stuff that Showcase never got. Because they had a, I know you don't care, but they had a Paul Nashy movie called The Craving. Yeah. Spanish guy who plays a werewolf. Yeah. It's great. I couldn't believe it. But what I'm saying is it was two bucks. 
It was. I like, don't remember it being cheap. It was two but bucks. I, believe you. I would be there like on a Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. If I didn't have school or if I didn't go to school, I'd go to Hoyok yeah. Mall and I could go downstairs and it was two bucks. Yeah. It was crazy in there. Yeah. Uh, the movie theaters, the way they were. They back had the in the arcade day. downstairs yeah, there too. It was so what, good. What 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 a time to be oh alive! Oh my god, it was so good. It was so good. Yeah, I, I would say Fright Night's definitely worth watching. Yep. And so Tom Holland, the director of this. Um, he has a webpage, and you can buy the Fright Night Steelbook signed by him, and he has novelizations and all kinds of great stuff. So check out his webpage, because he's a really nice guy, and I've seen him on a lot of stuff, and I really like him. Yeah. He also did another movie that Tom did not like that I really liked. Um, he did the first Child's Play. No, 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 no. Never. I will never sit here and discuss those films. I, I Tom's afraid play. of little people. The problem? No, I'm not afraid. I love. I. I, I no. No, he gonna, thinks not, that they're not you're scary because he can me. kick them. Over. Oh my God, he's gaslighting me. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Listen, Child's Play is one. In, it, it, it's so easy to be like, if that doll came alive, trust me, that movie would end in five minutes. I would. Chucky would be done. There's no way that that little doll is gonna overrun me. So that movie was never believable for me. Never, never, and I didn't like it. But the guy who shot 30 times and comes back to life and ch- trying to come after you, yeah. you, that's okay. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. He also it's kind of like Leprechaun. He also did Thinner, and I think if we do a Stephen King... Oh, um, he did Fatal Beauty with um, Whoopi Goldberg, which I really liked. Yeah. That's a great movie. Whoopi Goldberg, I, real quick, she had like The Color Purple, and she had some really big movies, and then she went down a rabbit hole for a while, too, and her rabbit hole movies, I love that term, rabbit hole movies are amazing. She's got uh, Jumping Jack Flash. Yeah, that's good. She's got uh, Fatal Beauty. There's movies that she did with like, um, oh, who's your buddy who made that movie up in Turner's Falls? And he had uh, Sam. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's in uh, one of the movies with her. I love Sam Elliott, but like, you got to watch some of those Whoopi Goldberg films. They're funny. Uh, Um, Definitely watch Fright Night, guys. We're not going to go on too many more And Tom Holland also directed, I was going to mention, he did the Stephen King movie Thinner. I haven't seen it. Which isn't great, and I think when we do Stephen King movies, we should do it, because okay. that's a good one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fair. It's an interesting book. Yeah, I, Fright Night for me, part one, and, and part two is mysteriously not on Blu-ray, and it's not on 4K. Yeah. So whoever buys that. Whoever has the rights to that. Whoever gets weird. the rights to that, that's going to be a big seller, because I have a DVD version of it, and it's going for some money, but I would never get rid of it. That's such a good movie. I love that movie. Fright Night Part 2 was brilliant. I definitely want to watch that again. So. Oh, your Tommy Lee Wallace directed it. Yeah, that, what, what, he just did your stupid Vampire Los Muertos movie. There, there you go. So now <laughs> it, there's the connection. There's the connection. Tommy Lee Wallace and I, we, we could be buds. Yeah. I could be in all of Oh, movies. he did Halloween 3, I forgot. Love Halloween I love 3. That. And what else did he do? He did It. Yeah. He's done some good stuff. Yeah. He's to be respected. We should mention a little bit. We started to talk about it a little bit. So Lost Boys, right around the time of Fright Night, right after it. And everyone loves Lost Boys. And like we said. Probably didn't help Near Dark if they came out at the same time. That, definitely. That came out at the same year. It didn't help that because it those was, two movies are completely. Right. So Near Dark would have been for the, the artsy crowd who wants vampires and Lost Boys for everyone else. Right. I mean, people were lined up to see Lost Boys Kiefer in the Sutherland. I mean, Well, yeah. I mean, the whole cast is just amazing. I think amazing. out of all the movies he's ever done, that's what he'll be remembered for. Really? What else has he done that's more, remem- more memorable than that? I can't mm. think of anything. Maybe eye that TV show, 24. Eye for an eye? <laughs> I don't know if I saw that. Sally Field, oh, Revenge, boy. Rape Revenge. No. Okay. Is it really? Yeah, oh yeah. She he gets raped and revenges no, it? No, he kills, He, I believe he rapes and kills the daughter, Yeah. Sally Field, and uh, just loses her mind. Yeah. She goes after her and just avenges her and fucks him up. Nice. It's really, It's a, it, actually, Eye for an Eye is another really good film. Kiefer Sutherland's in it. But it's... Uh, it's one of those movies that went to the theater, I promise you, for a hot week, and then that poster came down definitely after a week. Oh, yeah. But, you know, everyone's yeah. got clunkers. 
Yeah. But I like the clunkers. No, that's true. Yeah, Lost Boys is definitely more my speed. But yeah. I didn't hate it. I just, you know. The movies this week were tough, guys. They were tricky. Except for Fright Night. Fright Night's great. Yeah. Fright Night's great. I, I'm so glad that I got to watch that again. Yeah. I, I was just like, oh, I don't need to watch it. And then when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah, it's really De- fun. Yeah, definitely. If you're going to watch any of these three movies, watch Fright Night yeah. from... And see Roddy McDowell. I mean, he's only alive for a few more years after this, I think. Yeah. I think he died in like 90, so... Yeah, he's he's just... He's so cute in it, though. Yeah. Like... Because he just plays that older guy, and he's, he's like... so good. Yeah, he is good. He's so good. Yeah, he's good. I don't know why he he wasn't in part two. No. like See, that's my thing with these part twos. Just keep the same characters if you can. People hey, want more money. I know, but it's worth it. it I mean, it could Look be. Look at yeah. Gremlins 2, the new the new batch or yeah. whatever it was called. That, that movie's was, awesome. Yeah, but it's because it had the characters that yeah. we wanted. Imagine if, imagine if it didn't have those characters. Yeah. We'd have been like, nah, yeah. I'm not going to do it. I mean... I do love that Gremlins 2. Yeah, Gremlins I mean, 1 and 2 are... Yeah. The Gremlins... Yeah, such good movies. And if anyone loves Gremlins, um, it's coming out on HBO in the next couple of weeks. I believe it's HBO. Is a Gremlins animated series. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'll looks watch good. that. All right, anything else? Or are we good? We are good. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. And as always, yeah, if, follow uh, us on Twitter. Follow the Facebook page, and uh, let us know your yeah. requests and what you want us to do. Yeah, and if you uh, have any suggestions, just we had a couple us. people give us some requests, so we're going to come up with possibly some of the Stephen King stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll work on it. Yeah, and we're I mean we're we're a horror podcast. I understand that, but we can kind of sway a little bit. So we can mix something in. Yeah, as, some, as long as it's got an element of surprise to it, and yeah. it's got some detriment. Yeah, we're into reviewing it. Okay, we're not reviewing you know Legend of Billie Jean. No. <laughs> or the other sister. <laughs> yeah, or the other sister. Yeah. Right. We are going to do Juliet Lewis soon. I love Juliet Lewis. All right. Yes, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great thank day. You. Take care. Bye. Bye.